0: What's up, guys? It's Shane, host of Organic Poison Podcast, the podcast you're listening to right now. I just wanted to let you guys know that this podcast might go a little bit over the rails. So, if you are weak at heart, or you can't take a joke, then you probably shouldn't listen to this podcast, and you should wait to the next one. Uh, But, in the event that you listen to this one, and all of the other ones, thank you so much. I appreciate you listening and sharing and all of your support. Um, I do want to tell you guys, in the month of October, we are going to be covering a whole lot of political stuff. Uh, very, very piss-poor politics, you know, typical for me, but I intend on having a guest on at least once a week. Because um, we're counting down to the election, it's about to get kind of buck-wild, so, I mean, what else are we really paying attention to? Uh, yeah, there's probably some good music coming out, and there are sports. But, uh, you know, we'll probably talk about that too. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, thank you guys for being here. Um, I also want to tell you that in the month of November, I have something pretty, pretty, uh, I don't even want to say exciting because some of the things that it will contain won't exactly be exciting, but it will be very informational, especially if you are from the Pike County area or from Mississippi. Uh, it's going to touch on a lot of different things regarding a specific, uh, institution. Um, And, you know, it also probably will reach out to a broader level of uh, the way that certain institutions are set up regarding um, uh, hmm, private schools. (laughs) It's the best way to put it. Nonetheless, be on the lookout for that. Really looking forward to uh, this next month. October is going to be a lot of fun, a lot of excitement. Uh, Good, bad, and ugly. So uh, thank you for listening. I said that a thousand times. Probably going to say it again. And thank you for your support. Right on. here we are organic poison sickest in the south episode i don't even know maybe after uh starting in october i'll definitely be uh way more active on keeping up with what number of the episode is but i'm here with a dear friend of mine a good friend of mine long time historian of the culture of mississippi more importantly pike county a legend a walking legend a living legend a floating legend if you will a floating legend floating
1: yeah. We all float here, man. We all
0: float on. <laughs> we all die in the horse. Ladies and gentlemen, Jeffrey Killingsworth, a.k.a. J. Killa, a.k.a. the Tough uh, Dragon, a.k.a. <laughs> wow, that was a fucking old school throwback. Hey, who are you talking to, bro? Hey, man. Hey, we've, yeah. been, we've been here since old school, 10 mm. years going strong. That's right, yeah. That's I right. mean, I'm pretty sure that me and you have been friends for closer to... Uh, let's see. I don't want to say fifteen years because I would have been twelve, fifteen years ago. <laughs> but yeah, I would have been like nine. Somewhere between fifteen and ten years, we've yeah. been homies for sure. I uh, think about thirteen years. Like I, 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 we definitely weren't homies whenever we went to that uh, Maylene show. But I think we, I like, think
1: we uh, slowly became homies like after, after, that, after that show for yeah, sure. Yeah, because we left that balling ass tip, man.
0: At IHOP. Uh, yeah yeah i couldn't remember yeah. if we because you passed out during the concert which is buck wild and yeah it's so hard to believe but different times oh yeah i was young so you were definitely young well I mean you were like a, you're like a year i mean you were like the same age
1: no nah, i'm thinking i'm like a year and a half younger than you something like that let's see i'll be 28 tomorrow i'll be 27
0: next year in like six months, so I ate. I'll be 27 yeah. December 30th of next year. Dude, it's I like... just turned 50 yesterday, man. <laughs> well, goddamn. Yeah, man. Yeah. So, uh... <laughs> so you know, we had a good night last night. Hung out, kicked it, watched some uh, UFC. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know how much you really watch UFC outside of when you gang up with us, but... None, <laughs> none. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. Well, for the for the, the listeners that do care, uh, Israel Adesanya won last night. It was kind of tight. Uh, it was not as exciting of a fight as we thought it would be. But nonetheless, it, he sealed the deal. The fight, as long as a fight gets ended. If a fight is boring... And it goes the distance. Then oh, that yeah. sucks. Yeah, if you leave it up to the judges, after a fight was boring, that's unfortunate.
1: I mean, if somebody does the wobble on the way down, like that's that's all worth it to me. Yeah. Oh, he and, did, he and did he, the wobble. Yeah, he he, he went Gumby on him, man. Gumby and Pokey. <laughs> Gumby, as in Pokey's
0: friend. Yeah. Yeah, but no. Uh, yeah, he he demolished. Homeboy. But the thing is, is to anybody who's actually kept up with UFC, which is, you know, whether you be a casual or a real fan or, like, somebody yeah. who's dedicated, Israel Adesanya is that guy. Like, they're saying that he's going to be, like, the next John Jones. Oh, yeah. I and mean, they, he,
1: he has a, a... Well, I mean, some he probably gets called uh, flamboyant a lot, but, yeah. I mean, his I don't know. His character is all right. I mean, yeah. he doesn't take himself like too seriously. Except when he got on the mic, though, he was like, "I don't know what y'all talk about, but like, uh, yeah. I want like all the money that fucking UFC makes, and y'all get none what? of the money."
0: If you could imagine, if you could imagine being uh, like, you know, think about like being just lit off of something. Like how you feel coming off a stage after. A oh yeah, I can only imagine. Like he like probably fucking, was like ready to tell him, "I own the UFC."
1: Yeah, I mean, I, ma- I imagine like winning a belt and like, I
0: mean, just that winning a belt. Well, and the most, and that guy's held the belt, so if. You just even got more knocked so. around.
1: Get that good fighting adrenaline in, and yeah. you just win this fucking
0: Gucci-ass belt. Well, he this dude put on a clinic, dude. Like, I mean, he yeah. put on a clinic last night, and people weren't expecting that because the guy he was fighting. People were expecting him to win. He yeah. wasn't the underdog, but nonetheless, he was fighting an undefeated fighter. Right. Somebody who had not been beat before. Right, So So, yeah. uh, Paulo Costa, That's I'm, let me not go through all that without... Bjorn
1: his, Ironside uh, 2.0.
0: Yeah, he... he, he from Brazil. From Bjorn Brazil. from Brazil.
1: <laughs> Bjorn of Brazil.
0: Yeah. So, but nonetheless, it was a great fight. I mean, it was cool. I mean, there was no chance in hell that Paulo was going to win, but... There was before the fight, you know. What I'm right. saying like I'm not saying I'm not saying that he wasn't. I mean, he deserved to be there, by all means. But Israel Adesanya is on a different level, right? But something that is going to become a problem is the fact that they believe that he's ran through his weight class, right? So and you know you have somebody like John Jones who used to light heavyweight continued to have people who would be, you know, would conti- he he could he could hold the belt for forever. And he, it wouldn't be a big deal because there was a lot of people that fought in that weight class. Yeah. And people continue to go in there, but the the weight class has kind of become stagnant because John Jones has had the belt for so long. Right. So it's if,
1: time for some fresh, new, new man because you can only hold on to your titles for so long because fun- they're gonna be that new, new come <laughs> yeah, in and yeah. just fuck your shit up. Funny, funny you should say that. Have to
0: humble yourself. Funny you should say that. John Jones relinquished his title. And last night, they had the title match for, like, heavyweight. And the guy that we expected to win lost, or the guy I expected to win, uh, Dominic Reyes, he lost to this guy that looks like, uh, like, what's his name? Oh, my God. The guy that DC, Daniel Cormier, lost to. He looks like a miniature version of the uh, firefighter dude that has the belt in heavyweight. I I've, I'm doing a disservice by not saying the guy's name, but I, honestly, it just <laughs> slipped my mind. But nonetheless, this guy looks that guy looked tough in that yeah. fight. That yeah. dude with the beard or whatever. Yeah. And but Dominic Reyes fought John Jones not too long ago. Yeah. And Dominic Reyes almost beat John Jones. Arguably, people there's a lot of people who would say that he lost to John. I mean, that he beat John Jones, but it went the distance. Leave it up to the judges and, you know, there's going to be a little bit of, you know, favoritism for sure. But nonetheless, that guy losing is like, well, shit, I kind of wish John Jones would fight this guy so we could see how it goes. I think the problem or the benefit for John Jones is the fact that he's so lanky. He's powerful by all means, but he's long and he's tall, right. you know, he's, he's uh, looming.
1: Yeah, he can hit them from uh, both corners. He can reach out and touch somebody.
0: Right, and he's, I think he's reached, the, probably about two or three years ago, he reached the point in his career where he became more tactical and, yeah. you know, like, it's not about like, like molly wapping and destroying people because... John Jones has been fighting for a long time. Yeah. John Jones has never lost a fight. He's been disqualified from a fight because right. they got mad because he, like, did the, uh, you know, like, 12 to 6 elbow or whatever it's called. Where you go straight up and bam. Oh, like, like on you're the not top su- of the head or something? You're not supposed to do that when somebody's on the ground. Like, you can't, yeah. if you bring your elbow and hit him from the side or whatever, it's one thing. But to bring it from straight up to bam, like, you can't do that. So they disqualified him after he won the match. Nonetheless, he won that match, but they disqualified him because of that. I mean,
1: definitely, if they were on the street, then <laughs> no holds barred, fam.
0: Well, if they were on the street, they wouldn't care about John Jones snorting coke and all yeah, that other yeah. stuff. He's lost that his... would
1: that would completely yeah. aid his performance on the streets for sure. I
0: was gonna say he's technically lost his belt like twice. I'm pretty sure, but it's for all the other shit that John Dude, Jones does. Imagine, imagine having a like a
1: fucking belt, and you just rail a line of cocaine and you lose it. Yeah,
0: yeah. That's crazy. One, yeah. But it is what it is. I mean, if people make rules, you know, if they have rules, you can only be so mad. That's true, yeah. And he's never been the kind of person that's been like, he's never argued it. I mean, he would just look like a dickhead. People already don't like John Jones to an extent. Yeah. But, man, one of the reasons why I started watching the UFC consistently was because of John Jones. You know, like, I mean, 10 years ago, like, John Jones has been the guy with the belt at light heavyweight since i started watching ufc consistently <laughs> yep. which is crazy which was like 10 years ago and more so consistently when connor came back you know like right, we, we, yeah. we really started care or when connor was around our higher our, 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 our irish heritage yeah our irish heritage doesn't come out and we had to support yeah and now <laughs> wow look at connor look at connor We did buy a proper 12, though. We did. We supported the gauze, for For, sure. We didn't buy a case, like we said, though. I told Connor if he could point me to a place, I mean, a year and a half ago, if he could point me to a place in Mississippi on Twitter. I was like, hey, man, we're trying to find it, because he was like retweeting and replying to people. I was like, somewhere in Mississippi that has... Oh, shit. No. No. Oh, they're turning around. Good. I hope. Yeah, they've got to be turning around. If not, we'll be back after this commercial break. <laughs> we'll be back after this person fucks up our entire morning. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're turning around. Thank God. And we're back! Yeah, meth pipe pa- meth pa- lights up. Fire. <laughs> yeah. Fire. I feel like a woman. Wham, wham, manana. Wham, wham, wham. I'm pretty sure that my listeners will be grateful that this is a little bit more lighthearted of an episode versus the ones that I've done with myself recently. Dun dun. Because I have been talking about a lot of really crazy things. Not that I have dug up crazy things to talk about, but crazy shit has just been happening. It's like just like wild shit happening in the everyday forum of oh, society. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah, the past fucking eight months, man. mm. Mm, mm,
0: mm, mm. oh man the Rona
1: the age of
0: Rona. Yeah and you know we probably could talk about we probably could talk about the Rona for the next I mean there the coronavirus is gonna definitely go down in book like in the books and the thing that bothers me about it is not so much about the year because the year is definitely going to be worth talking about right but if we just really get down to the nitty-gritty of the coronavirus, it really makes you wonder like how big of a deal is this? Because, yeah, it, I don't know.
1: Is this going to be like talked about like World War Two was, or like fucking is it going to be like the bird flu and like some people remember you, it? Even and, but, say, like, even
0: say like the Spanish flu because, yeah. okay, when we were younger, like did I ma- say bird flu, I meant Spanish. You flu. did say bird flu, but Fuck. bird flu is bird a thing you hear about all the time, too. But yeah, but. <laughs> It's not the same. Well, sure. Well, I mean, we had Ebola. Ebola was obviously not as big of a deal, but it makes you wonder, was it as big of a deal, but there wasn't as many eyes on it? And so they were like, well, yeah, we're just going to let it ride. I mean, that's
1: kind of the thing that like, I got me thinking or whatever is just like, if this hadn't gained so much media coverage, like, would it have been as big of a deal? Or was it just been like, oh, well, we have like... Two hundred thousand more deaths this year because
0: of some the flu or something. Like well, to that, me, like that, to me, you know? the thing that's concerning the most is the fact that they did Ebola. There wasn't a fuckload of people that were like, "Hey, I have Ebola." Right. I feel like maybe it was less contagious. You know, like Ebola was like they said it's really devastating, but it was like obviously it didn't spread all across whatever. Right. But, COVID is a part of a regular strand of, 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 SARS. of, of stuff it's that like people get. It's like the SARS virus, yeah. It, and, I mean, we
1: there is a strand of SARS that is, like, just going around, I think, like, normally. But this, I mean, obviously, from carrier COVID, to carrier. COVID,
0: COVID is SARS. Right, SARS. It's an, an evolved, different, yeah. whatever. I'm, I'm not a genius.
1: It's the two. <laughs> it's the two that gets it. SARS-CoV-2, the sequel, yeah, the sequel but to the first.
0: My, song. my thing about my thing about that is, I think to myself, I go, well, you know, what? Why is it that this particular thing happens to be a bigger deal than f- the flu is? Why is it that this thing happens to be a bigger deal than I'm talking about? Nobody has ever, ever mentioned the concept of us shutting everything down. Oh Before yeah. now, That's like my, this is like some fucking like wartime shit. You know, it's unprecedented
1: shit. Like, they, we haven't pulled stops like this, like, ever, World really. World War I don't II, think, man. World War II, a little bit, but, like, I don't, I still don't think they, like, shut the fucking country down or nothing like that. You know what I mean? Well, I also, in, in my like, opinion... Like, closed
0: grocery stores. And, well, not
1: close the grocery store, but you know what I yeah, mean. Yeah,
0: like, in, in my opinion, though, it's They like, didn't quit that baseball games, you know what I mean, mate? If we couldn't handle it, they wouldn't have done it. Yeah. Th- th- things are fucked up right now, but everybody is really ultimately... Pretty okay. Yeah, I when, mean, as far as the stuff that comes from that, even when we, the shutdown was happening, yeah, yeah, of course you've got you've got a lot of things escalating. You know, fucking people getting depressed and dealing yeah. with stuff. But as far suicide follows, rate is a little higher. As a whole, though, in versus the Great Depression, or you know, like right, everybody, the all the industries like having to focus on building shit for the the war in World War Two, right? Like, people are pretty okay. I mean, it's like we can deal with. We have plenty of means to entertain ourselves. The unth- the thing that is fucked up though is all the things that we use to entertain ourselves are harping on everything that's going on. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like almost like a loop. It's yeah. like even when you get away from what's going on and try to find something to get away from what's going on, and I'm just I'm not even talking about the social unrest. I'm just talking about with the COVID thing. Right. It's like when you try to. It's still you find a way to remember that you, to see no matter where you look, you realize that you're still, like, the country is still under some kind of fucking bizarre lockdown that doesn't really make any sense.
1: Yeah. I mean, the rules, the rules that they're, like, have implemented at this point, like, just make no sense. Like, you go to Taco Bell, for instance, and, like, they touch your food when they make it, they touch it when they put it in the bag, and yet, like, they hand you this tray, like, it on a tray yeah, or something like that, and you're touching it, and, like, they've touched it, and it's just like, man, like, what, what the fuck? And, like, you go in some gas stations, they got, like, half of this plastic screen here, and it's just like, yo, so, like, that bottom half that's, like, totally open is, like, Safe but this top half is what's gonna be
0: like your saving grace. Right. And it's like so you mean the droplets aren't gonna fall off this thing and land right where you're dragging the shit across the hand to me? Yeah. You know, I'm I'm being I mean if being dramatic, but I'm just saying like if we could literally see cough droplets,
1: if people could see what cough droplets do like under like an infrared scope or something like that and could see what happens, like everybody would know like the whole like it's just fucked. Like we're pretty much by like two years from now. Like I guarantee you, most everybody in the country is gonna have had it or like oh, have already had well, it. My thing like,
0: is, is like if 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 it hasn't caused detriment to an entire like third or fourth of the country by now, right? Why the fuck is it? I'm not saying that we should we should disregard it because we don't disregard the flu. You know we don't disregard the cold. I, right. I'm totally and I'm totally in favor of the concept of we're gonna have to live with it. But yeah. it's like, well, we've lived with it for with all the other stuff. So why can't we live with it yeah. with this? It's clearly. Why can't, why it's can't not the, the media plague. just
1: let it, let it, just let it, just ride out, man? Right. Like, that's what. That's kind of what it is now. It's like. I mean fuck even in this day and age like i'm surprised it's still like a thing to talk about you know what i mean because in this day like trends will last like what like two months most yeah usually and then that's it and i thought that was gonna happen like the coronavirus like was a fucking popping thing and then all of a sudden like the next thing started popping off and everybody just kind of dropped that for a minute and like got on this, and then, well, like,
0: that kind of... I mean, there's a, there's a conversation to be had. And I say a conversation, not an argument. There's a conversation to be had about the fact that there was so much passive nature to the riots... Oh, excuse me. Sorry. Shame on me. The pro- the protest. Yeah. And, and people being able to go and do whatever... And, of course, you know, it wasn't like, hey, we encourage you to uh, go and say, n- don't wear a mask. Let's but it's, go cough on each other. But it's like, you know... The protest that happened in in the wake of uh in the wake of George Floyd is pretty fucking crazy. Yeah. But exciting. That's exhilarating. Any other time in the world, I would. I mean, I, I was with it even when it was happening. I mean, by all means, like it's because even if you can't get behind the fact that it's like uh say you know more black people are marginally being you know hurt and killed and stuff like that and mistreated by police because we've all known that. That's yeah. the thing we've all known. If Even if you can't get behind that, get behind the fact that the fucking cops treat people like shit. Yeah. Everybody knows that. You know what I'm saying? I, I 100% am down with the clown with it at, you know, in its inception, the conversation being had and the you know pro- protest about people when it comes to the uh the initial purpose of the term Black Lives Matter. Right. It's like yeah, Black Lives Matter. We should definitely be, we should try to you know maybe if you want to be a racist, you could be a racist in the uh, your own home. You need to realize that the rest of society is trying to move forward. Oh and yeah. C- continue innovation. I mean, there
1: ain't no fucking there ain't no fucking place for that shit no more, man. I mean, it, it, a number one like it's a fucking hindrance anyway to like i mean obviously you can't just walk up to that that one old little white bitty or something like that in the dollar store that's calling everybody the that word you know (laughs) but
0: uh I prefer the term hard R. Hard R. I don't prefer the term. I'm just saying that's... The, I say hard R as yeah, f- when it comes so. to referring to said subject. But yeah,
1: like, everybody was just fucking looking at her like it, she was a dumbass, man. And, like, I mean, that that's exactly what she was. And you know what I mean? That's, a, wasn't...
0: that's one thing I, I think that really blows my mind about what's going on right now with how they're they're so... There's, like, this big movement right now. Like, they're, they're harping on, like, white guilt. You know, yeah. it's like they're like people. White people should feel bad for you know, blah blah blah. And don't get me wrong. There are a handful of specific white people that probably should feel bad. But oh yeah, you that's
1: because they. That's because they believe that it should be like it was like a hundred and something fucking years ago. You right. Know what I
0: mean, but I feel like those people they are far on. and few between. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't think that those people just exist on mass. And it's right. like, even the people who may think like that in their head, they don't, They bow to the fucking, like, way of the world. Ain't nobody, that, you're not going into public somewhere and people are like, alright, make sure the black folk do not come into this store. And if they do, make sure they follow all the rules, unlike the white people. You know what I'm right. saying? And I'm not saying that there's not other avenues for it. To be. I'm saying this in the fact of, like, me and my people, me and my friends have always been fucking, like, hey, everybody's equal. Yeah. Everybody's equal when it comes to fucking anything, right? Whether, you know, reality, going somewhere, doing something, treating somebody a certain way, jokes, whatever it may be. We should, everybody gets the business. It's, oh, it's yeah. all because I feel like growing up. That's what that's what everything was becoming. It was mm-hmm. the, that was. The, but for some reason now, I feel like the fight against racism has called more, or this typhoon of of mm-hmm. anti racism has caused more racism. Yeah.
1: That and, like, people just defending their family values, I guess. Or, I say values as if that trait of a family is to be valued, but, like, I don't know. Like, I feel like people, instead of, like, just knowing... I mean, obviously, whenever we were younger, like... I mean, whenever I was a kid or whatever, like, no holds barred, like, my fucking family definitely, like... I mean, we didn't really hang around with that many, like, black people or anything yeah. like that. You know what I mean? So, <clears throat> and my dad is definitely, uh, fuck it, just call it like it is. You Old know I mean? southerner. Old southern man or whatever. And back when I was probably about 16 or so, like, whenever I started hanging out with you, like, that's when I first started, like, hanging out with, like... I mean our our group started becoming more multicultural, you sure, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like our, our my circle. And like that's kinda when I really started realizing like I never really was like I never thought anything bad of people, like just because they right. their skin color or anything like that. I always judge people off the way they acted. You know what yeah. I mean? If they act
0: like an ass, like that's just
1: that's yeah. what you well, are. You're you also ass, weren't but...
0: like thirteen the first time you saw a black person. You right. Know, it's it's yeah, not like yeah. you know, we we And, I mean, for kind of for me, too. Mm -hmm. Obviously, I mean, I say obviously. I've talked about it several times, but my parents weren't, like, racist at all. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, they always, that was like a thing that they, it's, (coughs) it's almost like their generation was told to be like, hey, don't raise your kids to be as shitty as the generation before. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying that our grandparents were just shitty people, but... People are products of their time and products of their environment. Right. And in my opinion, over the course of generations, racism was on its way out the fucking door, man. Like, yeah. it's, it's, I mean, the even the people who may have been racist when they were kids, they're grown now and they're like, oh my God, you know what? This was all a fucking waste. They have right. to live with that for the rest of their, you know the handful of years they have left but nonetheless a lot of them are like man i don't i I, I don't i'm not that kind of person like these people people are people Mm -hmm. we learned it at a younger age because of the fact that generationally it has become more of a thing in my and i mean i'm i'm really grateful we did
1: learn at a younger age i mean like i said about 16 i mean that's a little later you know what i mean in the in the uh in the life game or whatever but still i mean better late than never you know sure i mean at that age like if i would have went like probably 20 or so more years or something like that like and not even like doing that or whatever like who knows but i mean i'm just really grateful that i mean you got to fucking get out there and like just not be
0: yeah i mean i think so i think at segregated
1: i guess at at its
0: core I, i really can't I mean, you you read enough about things like here in our country, and then like read about things like in the world, and just you have if you have like any kind of depth perception on how the like life is in general, no, just because of your color of your skin, it means nothing. Right.
1: And exactly, but, like I mean, it just kind of all goes back to that thing, man. Right. Like, just actions, man. Right. Like, I mean, and tribalism,
0: and but I say that <laughs> I say that only because. I don't think... I really do think that people should have the things that they're proud of. You know what I'm saying? White people, on on average, in my, my understanding and my perception of how people are, they're... On average, they don't give a fuck about their skin color. Right. But the thing that they don't... The reason why I probably could possibly be because they're white. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, that's never been, like, a topic of conversation for we us. We don't have a color, man. The only, re- the only time it's a topic of conversation is because of the fact that... I'm only saying all of this because I can... I don't... I can appreciate people being... Pr- I'm proud to be black. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. Yeah. I can appreciate that because, like, hey, man, you guys did actually have... I mean... I'm not ignoring the fact that racism exists. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, and black people were marginally oppressed. So it's like once, I mean, especially once upon a time, like right. no matter where we are right now, it we can all admit that 20, 30, 40 years ago, 60 years ago, 100 years ago, it was way worse, yeah. especially in America.
1: And I mean, sometimes like I kind of think to myself too, like in the grand scope of things, like we're only talking about like. What, like a four or five, six hundred year history here? Like, thousands of years ago, like, everybody's got to realize, like, everybody's been in spl- enslaved or something, or been, like, sure. uh, shat on or something like yeah. that at some point in history. And, like, I imagine, like, if you go back 2,000 years, the people that came, like, the next few hundred years after that, they probably felt a similar, they had a similar, like, right. tension, I guess, still. And it takes, like, I mean, it just takes, I mean, after that much, like, trauma, like, like, generational trauma, you know what I mean? It just takes time for that shit to kind of just fade away. And especially, like, in this country, because, like, this country is a melting pot, man. Like, there's everybody. We got everybody right. here and like... It ain't going to go, it ain't going to change in that area, you know what I mean? It's like, I mean, everybody's just going to have to The
0: country is just going to become more and more diverse. Right. It's not like you're going to, like, it's not like there is enough people that think that this should happen. But also, it's not like you're going to just deplete the country of of minorities. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I mean that... Bro, like, you might as well... If, you, if you're that kind of person and you're a white... And you're a white European... White whatever, supremacy. And you feel that kind of way, you should just dedicate the next couple of years to saving money and leaving the country. Yeah, and
1: go back to fucking Czechoslovakia.
0: Yeah, it's like... What do you think's gonna... It's not like... What are you gonna do... You're not gonna turn gumbo back into water. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's like... In, but in the same breath, why should you... You know, I think to myself it's like, uh, I don't, I don't, I don't necessarily care about that. If everybody can be happy and be treated the same way, yeah, th- you know, and that sounds super fucking corny, but it's like if you could find a way for it's like, hey, if we can all, uh, uh, the most played out word ever, coexist, yeah, and we can coexist in the same integrated system. That why not? That's that to me, that's exciting, yeah. Like because. Everybody does have a different culture. There's plenty right. of white cultures that are a thing that isn't toxic, necessarily. Yes. There's mean, plenty There's plenty of all kinds of cultures that are toxic and non-toxic. Right. And,
1: I mean, man, like, if everybody don't know, like, I'm a big-ass nerd, and I love RPG games. And, like, <laughs> one of the biggest, like, point, one of the things I love the most about RPG games is, like, they're just so diverse, man. Like there's like all these different like types of people, and like all these different like types of non even humans. You know yeah. what I mean? And like everybody's just coexisting in this one world. Like you just walk you into a tavern ones, and you, you got, got some fucking ones. dwarves. And you got elves. You got fucking mutants over here. You got fucking these guys and like. It's just a beautiful world, man, and like I mean, I mean, obviously, a lot of RPG games do bring up like racial tension and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Because of that, but I mean, still. Well, what's
0: interesting to me, something that I've noticed is like it's not. It's crazy how we we don't find the connection there though, between how we are about races. Yeah. Like when it's aliens, or you know, say if you're playing a game or watching a movie that exists in that extraterrestrial realm, extraterrestrial realm. Then, uh, I don't think I even said it right the second time, but I tried. <laughs> E.T., man. Just yeah. In, home, in, man. in that E.T. realm. Then, see, and that, that sounds dense, though. <laughs> 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 it, sounds, it sounds like I'm just marginalizing all uh, species of aliens. Damn it, man, we're working away from this. <laughs> There's a higher goal here. But... You know, it's like, it's crazy, because when you bring it to race, you'd be like, oh, man, that's ridiculous. Like, you, he doesn't like him just because he's a, a hungman, Lloyd? It's like, that's not fair. You know, like, that's not that's not fair. And it's like, but then we catch ourselves in our, like, our daily, not, I mean, not, you know, just as humans. We catch ourselves like, oh, man, that's how we are about Asians, or that's how we are yeah. about, you know, Muslims. If you see a guy with a turban, of course, it's going to be interesting, because it's like, wow, it, but... I think that we've almost become to a point people rather, you either think, wow, look at this fucker. He's going to blow up the fucking local biggest building in my town, you know, like, or you look at it as like, oh man, this guy is proud of himself and he's not afraid to like. You
1: can, you can catch all the cultural notes, man. Like you can hear the like morning prayer music going off in your head (laughs) and smell
0: the curry. Oh my God. Smell the curry. You're going to get me fucking disbanded. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, I I know how you. But that's not like that's not me shitting you on it.
1: anybody though, man. Yeah. That's that's like. Harkening back
0: to the culture, man. Yeah, no, but it, but it's that's a, exciting. Even if even if still even if you did walk into Manver's store and you smelt they were cooking something in the back room, you're like, man, that's tight. Like they're you uh, know they're like you know that Manver's family is not poor. I mean that's when it's <laughs> like, like but they live in their gossip. This is their culture. They're doing their thing. Bob it, built his shit up from the ground. It's too.
1: A, it's a beautiful thing whenever you're like stuck in your hometown and you can meet a person that's like not from here and like you feel like you travel the world, man in that moment. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's kind of what I mean by like walking in somebody like you can yeah. hear the music and you can smell the curry. You know what I mean? That's kind of... It's just it's just traveling the world in that one... I mean, depending on how your imagination is. You know what I mean? I'd sure. Not not
0: be in my no, head. No, no, no. I, I get you. That's yeah. a great point. I mean, that's a great point. And I think that a lot of us do it. It's like just because... You I mean, you could almost be uncomfortable and scared in a situation. That's not necessarily scared, but you could be uncomfortable and not in your comfort zone when it comes to, like, uh, like hanging out with everybody. That's what's great about it, if you're open to being like, oh, yeah, I'm a little uncomfortable, but, yeah. let, you know, what's up? I'll just be hanging I mean, out just, and do whatever.
1: It's that natural human curiosity, man. I mean, yeah. it, I mean, it's just an enlightening experience, especially, like, I mean, like I said before, like, probably the first fifteen or sixteen in my life years of my life definitely wasn't yeah. very diverse, you know what I mean? I just saw the same people in day in and day out or nothing, you know. Right. What I mean? And I never traveled the world, man. Had yeah. to branch out and go to JPAC and everything and start yeah. hanging out with all y'all. Dude Nick
0: <laughs> All y'all like I went there. <laughs>
1: You might as well have, man. You could have
0: totally went to JPack and man, if I, If I would have been so grown, if I would have
1: been so grown, it would have been
0: great to have had uh to have been like if that would have been the place I went. Like, like our it. age,
1: man, you would have been in the twelfth
0: grade. Yeah, but I mean, by that point in time, <laughs> by that point, by the time I would have been able to go to JPack when they were open, I had already like gone beyond the possibility of going. Yeah, to Yeah, you were in like college and shit, or done, well, been done with college. I, I did, and shit. I did, I did my GED when I was sixteen. Yeah. And then I started college a month before I turned 17. Yeah. So, but by the time, like, JPAC was actually a thriving thing that would be of interest. You were already an educated man. <laughs> yeah, 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 sure. <laughs> <laughs> well on your way, young people. Dude, no. I, I fucking, I, I have the most, the least, I am the least actually formally educated person that I'm probably friends with. Yeah, yeah. Which is
1: hilarious. (laughs) Dude, I'm right there with you, man. I'm rolling on a fucking solid, probably 10th grade education because I clocked out at 10th grade, man. I stopped paying attention to everything.
0: Dude, did you ever go and get your GED? Nope. Oh my God, Jeffrey. I'm an uneducated man right now, man. Look, man. Look, this is a great way to change into a new bright and brilliant topic. What if we did a series of you getting your GED? Holy shit. That would actually be fun, man. You could take classes, and we'd yeah. tell them, like, hey, look, we're going to promote the program, like, and whatever, but what, we're going to gonna like, film
1: some of it. I could search Tinder for the hottest tutors. <laughs> That know. could be a. But that's like, an option too. It could I be guess.
0: a blind date slash tutor thing. You for could, Jeffrey. We could turn it into some real nasty shit. Like, hey, I'm trying to get my GED, and then it's like meet him on Tinder and be like, you mind if we film you?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: hey, I do got that equipment in the back, dog. <laughs> then you could you could really kick start your uh, like if you wanted to become like a, a porn man uh, like manager or whatever or. hike studio. Studio pornography, (laughs) pornography edition. It's like you as a student, ma'am. I don't know know how to answer this question, it's very clear you're a grown ass man. (laughs) And she's like, Let me teach you, I'll
1: show you. No, it's got to be the typical, like, I'm gonna fail unless I do the teacher a favor. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> but we have, like, at the end of it, it's, we've turned into a series, like, it's we're all completely kicked off of Instagram, we're kicked off of, you know, uh, YouTube, Facebook, yeah. everything, we're gonna but ride out till
1: it at tries. the end
0: of it, we have a whole website where it's, like, you release, and it's, like, you actually go and get your GED, and you thank all the women that, like, puffed your penis <laughs> and I go through, like, 20 tutors. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, we can just call that series The Tudors. Oh, my God. T-O-O-T-E-R. <laughs> you meet up with drug addicts, they're, like, tweaking off the joke. It's like like a reality-slash-porn series with you and junkies. It's like you're side just, interviews and shit like that. You're a like wrecking, piping down like junkies like on the side of the street. But like.
1: in the meantime, I'm really working hard on my <laughs> je-
0: my education. You're working hard, alright. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's what I call a fine living, right? Plowing bitches for fucking educational purposes.
0: <laughs> I'm teaching the youths in them. I'm learning algebra today. Oh my god, that was amazing. That was great. That was that was natural, natural, pure content right there. We're trying to figure out shows that we can, uh, we can make. We've already got ample amount of ideas, but for different things. But we're trying to figure out what kind of show could we make that would go great without us entirely ripping somebody else off. That we could also do on a uh, minimal to no budget.
1: Dude, I have an idea, man. Okay. We could like get all these celebrities, right?
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: like have an interview set up, and we just progressively give them hotter
0: and hotter hot wings. <laughs> <laughs> Until. I think what we should do is we should do a. Uh, we should find out a scoring system on people's reaction to hot wings like That's true, yeah because then you could still do the same format of like do we both. Could just, you yeah. you know you got nine or 10 different flavors yeah and you got two people and it's a competition you've got a, a a judges panel who judges how well you take each wing yeah and that it's three guys and they judge each person how well they take it and then once it gets to you know whatever you have a scoring system it's like How well did you take? How well did they take the last four? You know, pretty much is going to be your defining factor. But you can't freak out. You can't do nothing.
1: Yeah, I was thinking either that or we could just roam up and down the streets and try to convince random strangers to like eat the hottest fucking shit we got. I
0: mean, we could do that, but the problem with that is, is like, if somebody has like a bad reaction, or if somebody's like, I don't want to be on camera, it's like whatever. If we we kill the homeless man with the nine million Schofield shit. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You go up to some random person, to eat that shit, and you ain't got like the proper shit to take care of them, and they have to go to the hospital and stuff. That's why we. That's why we
1: have a notari- notarized waiver ready. Like, hey, you got to, What the fuck? That shit is down temperature. It got too hot. Tap a bit. I
0: guess I should make sure that we're still recording.
1: Oh yours is probably good. My my phone just sat in the sun for that's the thing that sucks about iPhones, man. It should be overheating man.
0: Let's see. How long have we been recording? 30 Hey, we had a crazy fuck up there. Don't know what happened. But that would be a good spot for me to put a uh an ad, right? Yeah man, we're back after these. Brief uh messages oh my god it's not even 11 o'clock yet jeffrey damn man that what, means that what means we're gold yes we're golden
1: because i mean for a minute there we thought it
0: was like the time was nine man like yeah they have arrived they have arrived yeah the, uh, the, the those people pulled into the the driveway and it was very concerning so that was going to be like a 10 minute podcast <laughs> <laughs> Though that would not have been a podcast.
1: We're checking in
0: if real some- quick. If somebody would have pulled up right then, I would have been like, oh man, Randy, we're in trouble.
1: <laughs> we I- have
0: <laughs> all of the things yeah.
1: present that need not be present. The, po-
0: the police show up to ask questions about uh, about something that has nothing to do with us. Do you think your mother-in-law would call the police on us for real? Absolutely not. For sitting around drinking beer in a SUV, I doubt it. <laughs> I seriously doubt it. You didn't even like that thing and you just thumped it out. <laughs> that, just, shows, <laughs> that shows how smoker, how much of a smoker I am man when you flick an unlit cigarette. And I mean that's to, it, that's look at it this way. I mean, my mother-in-law is cool as hell you know. Yeah? yeah. I I actually don't, she doesn't strike me as the type that would ever call the police on me for anything unless I was like losing my mind. Oh yeah, like beating people and shit. Yeah. Yeah, I imagine. If I was beating any of the people she cared about, which would be my wife or my child, something tells me she might call the police. I don't know. I might be wrong. (laughs) She might be like, Good job! Oh Good yeah, job. yeah. She could be like, you know, that's a great idea. <laughs> that's Just that's keep on hitting them. I've been wanting to do that for decades. <laughs> See, that would get dark, and then I'd stop. I'd be like, I'm, am beating up the wrong person. <laughs> <laughs> you now. <laughs> I feel like this is getting dark. Oh shit! You might have, you might have to put a little, little <laughs> cut right now. Cut it. Cut it. Cut it. Cut it. <laughs> Cut it, cut it, I it. Dude, so, uh, somehow, Jeffrey said that he's down. We're going to make this uh, documentary happen.
1: Yeah, it's a fucking documentary about Shane.
0: Yeah, and it's... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just picking that It's going to be great. <laughs> it's going to be the best... Do- it's going to be huge. Yeah. It's going to be the best documentary you ever heard. Intense. But no, I'm really looking forward to it. It's gonna be fun. We're gonna to go to and We're gonna film a bunch of shit. So yeah, we're gonna get a lot of people, a lot of folk. Yeah. A lot of old time.
1: Dough. Dough. Go gonna catch some does and. Dude,
0: we might have. To, we, might, we might have to record like an old school Dairy Fresh song for the. Dude, we might have dog. to man. That'd be great. We might let's just remix one of the other ones, old ones, man. Redo them.
1: Oh my God like right new bar like old beat but like it's kind of the same like vibe
0: or whatever but we like add to the bars and we I, did I really want to do jump around man I yeah. want to remix jump around me you and T Frost jump around and we could do a video jump up jump up get down. that would be fun as hell dude oh yeah it'd be really tight if we could get into our bag and we could do uh the art of chess boxing or the art of oh uh, whatever. yeah 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 man. But I don't know, man. We Wu-Tang couldn't just Clan, do the three of us either. And then we'd have to go hard. Yeah. Like, we couldn't just play I mean, around. we'd
1: have to pull out the greatest bars out of our ass, man, because Wu-Tang Clan pretty hard to compete with, man. Dude. I don't even know if they could be I touched. I would smoke that beat. You think? I know. I know I would. I can't even hardly remember. Is that dun-dun?
0: No, that's the one. That's the who ha, uh, who ha, uh, who ha, uh, who ha. Uh, uh, uh. Oh, I'ma well, give it to you. No, no trivia. trivia. <laughs> it's like cocaine straight from Bolivia. Bolivia. <laughs> that shit has got the balls to make it. Some something would hold would break your head. Old dirty bastard, man. He's a fucking. <laughs> dirty Hole ho- get low on <laughs> <Introducing laughs> the
1: floor.
0: Introducing the ghost, ghost face. Come So the People, all you women, where you at? They talk about smoking meth in the back. <laughs> yeah. All of them boys have talked, not all of them, but the, all of them guys have fucking had songs where they talk about being off the shirm. Dude. They fucking, on angel dust, just tweaked out of their shit. Like, dude, the first time I ever
1: wanted to smoke, like, weed, man, was listening to that song where they talked about smoking blunts in the fucking staircase. Yeah. But I was like, wow, man. Like, I have to try this
0: shit now. Dude. <laughs> They were the, they were the fucking, they really were, like, the beginning of all, like, posse-cut fucking rap music. Mm hmm Like, the good shit. Like, mother, especially, they were so, they were so honest, too. Like, they had so much music, but it's like, if you listen to it, they'll be talking about doing, like, doing, like, real dopehead drugs. Yeah. Like, I'm not talking about, like, Xanax and fucking lean and stuff. This was before that shit was even a thing that people were doing. Yeah. But these motherfuckers be talking about, like, hitting crack and shit. (laughs) Like, hey. Fuck it, yeah. We was partying. We was hanging out with the homies, and we was doing drugs. Let me melt this rock real quick, and we'll <laughs> lay down some bars. <laughs> We're gonna smoke this Primo real quick. <laughs> but Wu uh, Tang Clan definitely deserves a lot more credit than they get these days. I think that people, like a lot of people, are just kind of like, I mean, you. I think what in every subculture. Nobody's doing their fucking history, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. But uh, if we talk about rap music particularly, like a lot of people don't do. And I mean, shit, there's probably. Don't get me wrong, I should probably like LL Cool J a lot more than I do. I saw him live, man. Really? <laughs> yeah. He played with fucking Hinder and Leonard Skinner. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. I what a it, lineup, man. I bet it would have been a lot more exciting to, like, see him somewhere, like, <laughs> in, like,. Like, 94 Dude, or something. He, he <laughs> sat
1: down for half his
0: set, man. Damn. Yeah. And
1: some redneck was like, Get up, LL! You ain't tired, LL! I, I remember that.
0: <laughs> I remember y'all was LL. LL.
1: LL! Oh, my God. You
0: ain't tired, LL! You ain't tired, LL! <laughs> oh, my God. He went there to see Skinner and was more happy to see LL, probably. <laughs> That's, God damn, that's how I met my wife. His fucking
1: buzz peaked then. That's what happened. He got fucking blackout out when Skinner played, man. Because <laughs> at the end of that show, man, it was ankle... Like, we were ankle deep in beer cans, man. <laughs> <laughs> Literally waiting. <laughs> dude, do you realize... So many big lighters, dude. Those I would like, I
0: would exclusively drink Budweiser the night that I would be seeing... Uh, Leonard Skinnard. Oh, yeah, definitely. I'll be like, hey, man, I'm not rocking the flag, but I'll definitely drink Budweiser for you fucking like, crazy And folks. half of it's going to get flung out yeah. of out the can. I feel like Stone Cold Steve Austin should come out every night to introduce Leonard Skinner. He probably should, man. What's he doing these days? I don't know. TV shows. He has a podcast, too, I think. Really? I guess everybody's doing a podcast nowadays. It's a thing, man. It's like, why not? Well, you know, and I also think to myself, especially when I get to have guests, which, you know, fortunately for me, I've known you for quite some time, but (laughs) when you get to have guests... (laughs) Code red. I hit that... Think of it. You get to have a conversations that you wouldn't usually have. You mm. learn a lot from people. You know, like you, you get to. You know, it's nice. It's like you have a different perspective, but it also gives you practice to be able to talk to people. That's and true. Yeah, that's something that I like about it because I mean I've always been I've always been someone who talks to people, but being able to do it on a forum of which where the public is going to get to hear it. You get to have civil conversations with people and... I mean, semi-civil. You know? Semi-civil. Yeah, you yeah. get crazy. I mean, we could get wild <laughs> in this motherfucker. <laughs> we gonna get buck wild in that. But nonetheless, it is really nice. Like, you know, I, I've enjoyed it. I've met a couple of people doing this podcast and a couple of other podcasts I've done. Like, being able to do it with people that I don't know.
1: You ever done a podcast with somebody you've never met before?
0: And that was, like, your first yes. meeting? Yes. Really? Yes. Nice. Yes. Uh, there's a I, rapper from here. His name is uh, Genera yeah genera and he's he's dope but he's a cool ass dude like too outside of us doing the podcast like he's a he's a he's a good guy like I want to do more shit with him once yeah. I get like some shit rocking and rolling stable I'm definitely bringing him back in on the podcast oh sure. yeah because he, he was a cool dude when he did the podcast and he's a cool dude outside of the podcast so you know we just don't I don't really just linger very much. I don't get out and just do shit very much. So. Yeah,
1: man. I don't really fuck with you unless I'm doing a song. creative, <laughs> not <nommy>. me.
0: He makes <laughs> music. He makes pretty good music, too, man. Like, I, yeah, I listen yeah. to his music. music's on my, my playlist and I listen to. So. He make his own beats? He might make some of them, honestly. Yeah. But, Garage yeah. bands are a hell of a thing. <laughs> well, I'm sure he probably has, nah, like, Fruity I mean... Leaves, at least. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean that's our next step that's our next like anything is. beyond that like some people say they make their beats on Pro Tools and I'm like what how the fuck do you do that they must have a fucking beat coders or something yeah I'm a delinquent I barely even know how to
1: run Fruity Loops yeah I barely even know how to run Garage GarageBand
0: <laughs> yeah exactly
1: <laughs> I'm the same way. I'm like, fuck, I'm winging it every time. I feel like GarageBand's built for, like, minors,
0: man, to you fucking know, use. Like, <laughs> they're just like, yo,
1: you want to ride a nursery rhyme?
0: It's something that's crazy. got you, dog. Something that's crazy to me is, like, uh, Gavin Casper Marlowe. He makes all of his instrumentals and records all of his stuff on GarageBand. The only thing about GarageBand, though,
1: is, like, you're fucking limited on some shit, man. And, like, I, yeah. I'm, like, that kind of creative person that, like, yo, like. If I if I want to do
0: I, exactly what I'm thinking. Yeah, if like,
1: I can't do, like, a fade-in or something like that, like, fade the audio... Because I, I don't think
0: you could do that on iPhone Garage Man. I but, don't eh. remember... I don't recall being able to. Because yeah. that's one thing, since I've been playing with this program on my computer, yeah. As being able to fade in. It makes everything... Because when it, something pops, like, when a track starts, yeah, you it's, don't like, want it's, it's the to, worst thing in the world. You don't
1: want it to clip out on you, right? When it comes in, you want it... I mean, even if it's, like, fucking,
0: like, a millisecond fade in like yeah. it'll keep it from popping yeah. like that you know and a lot of people... and sometimes especially if you're rec- whatever it is you're recording especially when you're doing stuff like this like <laughs> my podcast so far like volumes has been inconsistent every yeah. episode but it's like if you think about like something like this where you could pull it up you know you just pull the volume up on one one slither of the track right as opposed to the entire track like that doing it on the computer makes it 20 times easier right like, and keep everything at like a steady sound
1: definitely and I mean, man, there ain't nothing that kind of irks me more than, like, hearing, like, a solid-ass beat, like, the music's great and everything, but the shit's clipping, man. Yeah. It's just, like, pop. Like, every time that fucking bass hits, you can hear that little pop, and I'm just like, man.
0: Like, you should have pulled this off
1: smoother. Can I, like, can you send me the track so I can, like, yeah. fix that <laughs> shit for you? Because I like this beat, but, like, it's shit clipping.
0: can't stand it. Son. <laughs>
1: You don't know. You just don't know.
0: <laughs> so when the bass starts coming down from the ceiling, that's when you need to reevaluate. When your fucking subwoofers can't no longer push what
1: it's trying to push and it relies on the tweeters, <laughs> then you're fucking up, <laughs> And when your fucking amp starts smoking. Oh, my God. When every window in your fucking ride is rattling. Yeah. No, son. <laughs> you need a new ride. <laughs>
0: You need a new ride for them fucking subs, bro. Oh, my God. Look, okay, so I have to piss, and this podcast has been great. We've done a lot. We've covered a lot. So, Something leads me to believe that me and Jeffrey are going to be seeing each other a lot more frequently here soon, so I'm definitely going to have him back on the podcast again throughout the month of October because there's a lot to talk about. It's great timing. I finished my beer. <laughs> Good. Dude. Yeah. It worked out. Yeah. Shout out. Oh. It's like 11.15 in the morning. Yeah. And my birthday's tomorrow, so hell yeah. I'm going to try to drop this tonight or on my birthday. So It's about to get that warm part of the day. Yeah, it's getting, getting warm out y'all. <laughs> Thank you guys so much. Organic Poison, Sickest in the South. Don't forget to check out all the other stuff. We're going to talk about me getting pepper sprayed later hey, on a different podcast. Links, probably the next one. Links in the description. Because I'm getting pepper sprayed today. It's going to suck.